Hi, I'm Hillary Walsh, a serial entrepreneur, award-winning immigration lawyer, law professor, TEDx speaker, and raving Phoenix Suns fan. Over the past decade, I've helped thousands of immigrants live free in the United States. I'm talking work permits, social security numbers, green cards, their citizenship, VAWA, T-Visa, U-Visa, and lots of successful appeals. Here's the thing. Immigration law is super complicated and legal advice, well, it can be pretty expensive. So I created the Immigration Law Made Easy podcast to share my 10 plus years of experience with you for free. So if you're looking for tried and true, no BS, step-by-step strategies and tips on how to win your immigration case and live truly free in the United States, you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. Today is the day, hoy es el día, to talk about 245i and some sibling petitions because I know we have this question. Yeah, so if you have a sibling, I'm, I'm talking specifically to Mexicans right now because in the visa categories, it depends on where you are from, where you were born. It doesn't matter where your sibling was born. It matters where you were born for being able to get your green card through a U.S. citizen siblings petition for how long you have to wait. And Mexicans pretty much have to wait the longest, which is super unfair and, and frankly, I believe discriminatory, but it is what it is. And so this is if, if you're hearing this and you're like, well, I'm not Mexican and you're saying that U.S. citizen petitions are good for Mexicans, then I'm going to go ahead and say they're probably good for you, too. And the reason this is such an important topic is because, you know, at New Frontier, One of our objectives is to help you grab your papers without leaving the country. And through these old sibling petitions, many times, especially now, because your petition is current, um, your visa category is current, you're able to fix without leaving in many, many cases. So this is why this is such an important topic for, for me as an attorney and for you as a listener. So let's say that you are Mexican. This is who I'm talking to because I just looked in all the visa categories If you're Mexican and it's current, everybody else, you're current too. So this applies to everyone, but every time I say Mexican, know that if you're from the Philippines, India, China, or anywhere else, and you have a sibling petition filed for you, um, in April 2001, you can now, um, your, your category is now current, which means you're eligible for your green card now, where before you had to wait and wait and wait, you've now waited all this time. So no matter where in the world you're from, if your sibling filed a petition for you in April 2001, your petition is now current, which is awesome. And I'm going to tell you exactly why that is. So what's helpful about this is if you enter the U.S. illegally, perhaps you came walking. Yeah, usually it's people who who walk across the border. And this was super common in the 90s. It wasn't even a big deal. But people who came and they stayed in the country and they've been waiting all this time for them to be able to fix. The benefit now is that if you only entered the one time, you may be eligible. It's not a promise. It's not legal advice. But you may be eligible for something called 245i, where we can show that if you were here in December 2000 and you haven't left, you just entered that one time, then now your sibling petition makes it where you can fix without leaving the country in some cases. So it's really awesome because I know so many people 
who've been waiting for now it's decades and they may have forgotten that this is something that's kind of like, you know, when you find money in a bank account and it was only 10 cents 20 years ago and then now it's like $50 you're like, hey, I, I totally forgot about this, but it's been, this investment has been growing all of this time. This may be something that reminds you that, oh yeah, my, my brother or my sister did petition for me all this time ago. It's time for me to go find out if maybe this is the opportunity for me to be able to get my green card. And even if you didn't enter illegally, let's say you entered with a visa, this sibling petition can also, again, every case is very specific, but many times, and I've helped people do this even here recently, helped them use their visa entry and their sibling petition from the 2000s for them to be able to fix without leaving. So there's kind of two ways for you to do that right now. Then the way that you can look this up. So one of my goals is always to empower you to find out more about your case so that, you know, if you need an attorney, I want to be here and be available for you. But when there's so much stuff available online, I want to teach you a little bit about how you can look this up. So the first thing you'll have to do is you need your receipt notice. That's the notice that the government sends you after someone files a petition for you. Maybe it was your uncle a really long time ago and you were listed as a kid, or maybe it's your spouse. They filed it maybe only a year ago. Maybe it's your child. Maybe it's your sibling. Whoever it is that filed a petition for you, they said, I have status. I want a petition for someone who doesn't. That's the receipt that the government sends. And we would want to see like what the date is on there. It will say notice date and receipt date. You want what says the receipt date. And then from there, we go, I just Google this. So there's no, I don't even have it bookmarked in my phone because it updates every single month. You Google um, visa bulletin, and then the month that we're in. So today for this, I Googled cause you know, uh, we're here almost to March. I Googled visa bulletin, March, 2023. You don't want to look at old visa bulletins because they're not going to be helpful. You want to look at the most current one, even though we're in February, they usually release the one for the following month. So you go look at that and you find your category. This is a little bit like a word search where you have to like, uh, you have to fill things in correctly. And if you get one letter off, you start to figure it out really quickly. So don't worry if this is confusing. I still call friends. I've been an immigration lawyer for over 10 years and I will still call friends kind of when I get into a mental pretzel about how to do this. So if you find yourself getting a little bit frustrated, you're not alone. It's not an easy system, but it is available. And it's relatively straightforward once we look at it. I've got it here on my phone. Um, for those of you who are able, if you want to see it on, uh, if you're listening, please go to YouTube. Um, and otherwise, you know, you can just Google along with me. But for siblings, you see that it's F4 and there's two charts. You're going to see one chart and then you're going to see a second chart if you scroll down a little bit more. Okay. You see a second chart. The second chart is going to have different dates. You want to use the second chart because it tells you when you're allowed to file. Basically, the government is saying, we recognize that your category is not current today, but based on our processing times, by the time we get to it, it's going to be current. So you can go ahead and file it. So I went and looked at the second category, the second chart for F4. And I see that for Mexicans, it says April 1st, 2001, you can go ahead and file. And in the first chart, it says 
August 2000. So it would mean that like people who had older petitions, that's when their category is going to be current. But the government knows it's taking over a year to process these. So it's okay to go ahead and file them now. I realize that that sounds complicated. It's okay for it to be complicated. I want you to turn off the part of your brain that says I'm confused. It's okay to be confused. We're here for you. There's lots of stuff available on the internet. The, the goal here is not to get overwhelmed. So tell your brain it's okay for me to be confused. At the end of the day, if you need help with this, let me know. I want to help with this. If you need any further guidance, we're here to help with this. But I just really want you to know there's it's Google available. Search it online. And the most important thing you need is your receipt notice. So I can see, and you can see what the date is on your receipt notice because that guides everything. The received date or the notice date doesn't matter. The receipt notice is what the, the date is that matters. If you have any other questions, reach out to me. We can create, I think that we should create a resource for this, Sarah. We should create like a how to read the visa bulletin. Um, I'm going to do that. Let's do that. Because I, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're going to not hear that I'm recording this with a Spanish speaker. And it's going to seem like, who's she talking to? But if you come watch this on YouTube, and maybe you prefer Spanish as your, your preferred language, Sarah is always translating these as well. And she's also just a ton of fun. So you can come find us on YouTube. And I know that it's great to also be here live with you on Facebook. But in any event, I'm so happy that we can um, create some of this this information because one of our missions, one of our one of our core values, is to help remove fear from the immigrant process. And we are also striving to help a million people get their papers. And so this podcast, these Facebook lives, our YouTube channel, all of it is so that we can share information. It doesn't do it any good for it to live in my brain because it, it can help my my clients we have thousands of clients who we we're helping but what i want to help is is millions so if you're an immigration lawyer please subscribe if you are an immigrant or you got a family member who you're trying to help please check us out because we're here to help we want to help change the world and we can't do it without people like you please let me know if you need anything i'm abogada hillary thank you so much have a wonderful day my friend, I'm so glad you joined me today. If you have a friend or family member who may need some immigration law guidance or even just day-to-day -day encouragement, please send them a text or email or a DM on social media and say, hey, I think this podcast is going to help you. I sure wish someone had given me the tips I'm sharing here years and years ago when I was starting out as an immigration lawyer. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Adios.